And welcome to another dumb podcast. I am Brad C. Welcome. We yes, we have a fun Brad intro. Why? Uh, because this podcast got weird and long and interesting, and so I decided to change plans. So for the tr- first twenty minutes of this supposed podcast, I was going to do a solo podcast, and then Jacob. Because it's almost because I can't rely on Jacob. I'm like, he might not even show up. So I'll just do like 30 minutes. So <clears throat> he eventually showed up and then he would not stop talking. I don't know what it was. He was on fire last night and it was all interesting. Talked a little uh, dating game theory, uh, Russia, Ukraine, uh, some other some other nonsense. I didn't get to pretty much any of my lists and then we started talking about the post-game bras i'm gonna call them that post-game bras and uh those guys making their podcasts my little um uh, critiques and also what i like about the podcast and then we get into some of the uh dynamics of of their podcast i think they have a good thing coming uh if you do um you know look them up uh lupton drinking club um uh, yeah uh, i think that's what it's called yeah follow them at lupton Lupton Beers. Okay. It's at Lupton Beers. So I guess we'll find that. That's really confusing. I'm going to work on their branding here. But yeah, the Drinking Club, um, the podcast basically, it's all about TCU baseball, um, but also other things. And then, you know, it's, it's just a whole uh, thing. And then it got into, I'm like, oh, okay. So this is, um, you know, interesting. So, but listen. I know the uh, the Lupton guys will be listening, and we'll have them on the podcast soon because I think um, I think what they need is a nice introduction of sorts because it's you get these podcasts and you don't really have time to get into like who everybody is. So I think that would be cool, and then we can uh, maybe we can have a nice therapy session for the guys, and and they can move past uh, anything that they're having an issue with. But I really do root for those guys. I, I'm very very proud of them. I think they've uh, amassed a small following but a following nonetheless and i think that's pretty cool so um happy birthday to stove i know i give him a lot of shit but you know he's he's a really great guy um turned 40 years old uh enjoy and here's some music blah 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 see you later another dumb podcast no i like it because it's not dumb it's called another dumb podcast well, that makes sense. So you could have just said, I'm doing another dumb podcast. Kick me down is all I hear nowadays. Break me off, you just say it in a thousand ways. Give me this, give me that as if you feed hungry. Lying to kick it just to smoke up all my weed. Drinking my brew and getting... I just want someone, if they can do Photoshop, I just want the Photoshop of like the Iwo Jima scene. <laughs> But it's Brad. It's Brad holding up the Redskins flag. <laughs> Mike, look, you're gonna have to put less sauce on mine because I can't. I can't deal with all that ketchup sauce. Yeah. Again, basketball dumb guy over here. Sorry. I had on the that. dumb podcast. Nothing from nothing leaves nothing. So you better have something if you want to keep going. 
Let's bring Jacob in. Uh, he's he's kind of uh, coming up. Okay, let me just pause for two seconds. Why am I up? What do you mean? Are you Let's go. Sorry, Let's me. go. I have hiccups. I have hiccups. I'm I'm wide awake. I have hiccups. Oh, you're wide awake and well, okay. So yeah, for... I just yeah, I just came up from the bar. I was at the bar for postseason after the Stars win. Woo! They scored three goals in like ten seconds in the second period. I I followed on Twitter. It was a great night for the Stars. And then uh, my friend, my friend. Why do you have bunny ears? I can't with, see you. Hold on, hold on. Follow this with me. Follow this with me for just a second. Okay, All right. go for it. My friend, her long-term boyfriend slash ex-boyfriend got her tickets. So we all went. It was four of us, right? Do I need to stop the recording? <laughs> okay. Don't stop the recording. No, it's fine. Okay. Nobody's listening. <laughs> just make sure. <laughs> go ahead. So we went to the game. There was four of us. And it was fun. It was fun. Then we went for post-game beers. And the girl who had the guy who got us the tickets, that girl said, I'm meeting the guy I'm dating at the bar. And I did not think that my ex would come. But he's coming. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, so she was freaking out. She was freaking out. So she came to me for a pregame speech. <laughs> okay. And I said, listen, I'm going to leave her name out. I said, you were in control. You were in control. You show up. You're unbothered. You have fun. You let them figure it out. That's their problem now. Because that guy didn't want to, but he's still trying to hang on to you. This new guy wants you, but maybe he's not trying hard enough because you're still letting the old guy in the picture. That's their fucking problem. Tell mm. me I'm wrong. No, no that seems to be running like, perfectly. He was like, I'm so drunk. I'm so nervous. I said, calm down. Take a deep breath. When you get to the bar, act like I said, I said her name, but I'm not going to say now. I said, listen, if you could go in there right now, I'm kind of regretting this is going to be recorded, but this is the speech I had to give her. I would say I can, I, I can cut this part out. If you can go in out. there right now. No, look, this, is, this is Patreon content, okay? okay. I, want, I want to kick back for this. Go for it. Okay. I said, if you can go in there right now, and you sit down, and the Twin Towers get hit, <laughs> you actually fuck. Could you act unbothered? Could you sit there and act like I'm cool? And she said, if I know it's coming, yes. I said, okay, you know it's coming. You know there's a catastrophe headed your way. So know it's coming and own the shit. Own it. Fucking own it. Go in there. Act like I'm in charge. It's y'all's problem, not mine. And you'll be fine. You'll be fine. And she did a great job of that. Well, uh, crisis but averted. Let's, let's, but no, no, no. Let's 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 use this. Let's talk. Uh, let's let's talk game theory here. All right. So, Brad, you're single. Kelly finally leaves you. 
Finally. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, let's say, okay, so she leaves you, and she's kind of still in the picture. She's like, I don't know, maybe I'll come back. And you're like, damn, I really want you to come back, right? Meanwhile, you're like, Kelly's never coming back, so let me start talking to other girls. And another girl's like, I'm all in. I really like you. And Kelly says, okay, I got tickets for you and two friends to go to the Stars game. And you're like, I'm in. Let me invite my friends. And then the, the new girl, the new girl says, hey, meet me for a drink after the game. And you're like, well, Kelly won't, Kelly won't come to that. So I'll agree. But then Kelly does agree to go. How are you handling this? You got to go to the bar with Kelly and meet the new girl. What are you doing? Game theory. It's it's troubling because it's really hard to put it in perspective as far as me and Kelly having this issue. And I mean, I don't know how long they've been dating or whatever, but it's uh it's hard for me to kind of quantify that just because me and Kelly have been together for so damn long. So no, Brad. How about the the literal part of the story? Like I set up the hypothetical for you. Oh, oh! Why are you yelling at me? You're a foot from me. Because you're wasting my time, and it's late. I got to catch the train at like six thirty in the morning. Oh, okay. Well, all right. So don't waste my time. I set up the hypothetical. Kelly's gone, but she's still keeping you kind of hanging on. You still love her just like you do now, right? Mm-hmm. But she's like, we're never getting back together. But I. Still want to give you just enough attention no, to no. make sure you don't forget about it. And no, now, I, I don't play Kelly that. Gives you, I'm, Brad, fuck the realities. We're playing hypothetical here. No, I'm fine. I said I just I don't play that. If we were literally at that point where <laughs> you're keeping me, I'm like, no, I, I don't. I think I'd be grown up enough and be like, either you want me or you don't. I'm fucking, you know, I'm moving uh, on. All so. right, you're starting to wear down my energy. I'm I'm sorry. Okay, Brad, forget that it's even Kelly, okay? Say it's, pretend it's like one of your ex-girlfriends, right? I feel she like we're agreeing you. and you're just being an idiot. No, I think so. Okay, <laughs> all right, wait a minute. So, hold on. Maybe maybe we are and I'm not listening well enough. So okay. you're saying like you're saying you would have just blown the new the new girl off when she invited you for posties at the bar? No. I would have gone with the new girl. Totally. What would you have said to Kelly? We're done. You know, if that's what you're I saying. Mean, that that's a fair response, but it's a boring one because no. there's no debate there. I mean, I wish that's what my friend would have done, <laughs> but she's still holding on to the fact that, like, she saw him as like she's gonna marry him. Mm-hmm. No, right. I, dude, I'm I'm most likely on your side on this, just because, you know. Okay. Yeah. No. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I uh, didn't Man, listen. I hope. Did everybody hear that? I thought, I thought you were trying to throw in reality. No. And Jay. say, well, that would never happen to me because I love Kelly. You know, I'm not gonna around. lie. I'm a little tired. I, I kind of lost you a little bit on part of the story, but then I ca- caught on a little late. All right. Okay. We'll move on. We'll move on. We'll talk game theory another Thank time. The, you pick the topic. I'll go with it. Thank, no, I was just talking Russia, so it doesn't matter. So, mm-hmm. okay, let's talk Russia, dude. All I right, some opinion. Yeah, dude, dude, let's totally talk yeah, Russia. Dude. All right, well, give give me an opening stance to kind of fire my brain up, and then I'll uh, 
Uh, well, I, I guess oh, I'm I going. I, you know, I, to piggyback after off of a conversation we were having a few days ago or a couple of days ago, it was was basically there's all baddies and there's there's not a lot of goodies along, as far as the main people okay. making decisions. I mean, the people. Okay, can I? Can I? Okay, I know I said I wanted to give you the opening statement, but can I cut you off so I can give you my overall thoughts? Go for it. I think most people feel like it's easiest to break every situation down into a binary good oh. versus evil. Yes. So yeah. in this situation, Russia bad, Ukraine good. That's enough. I thought about it enough. I'm moving on. Pretty much. And and I can go and I, go, watch the, told you, go watch the basketball game. You, what if I told you this is bad government versus bad government, and the victims are good people and good people? Yes, and that's exactly. Okay. So yeah. before I started, that's exactly what I, I, I kind of laid out is that. So you and me have just started the We Agree podcast, where we just yeah. talk about something, agree on something, and move on. Well, welcome to anti. What's that show called? Where they fight uh, all the time? Uh, hot pizza. Hot t- hot takes. Um, hot pizza first, takes. First pizza. First take. <laughs> first take pizza. Uh, I don't. I don't, know. Watch that shit too, I don't but either. I know, but I know exactly what you're saying. Okay. Where like you take a top. I mean, it's like high school debate team. Here's yeah, but I'm not. I mean, literally. Blue uh, okay. Team disagrees. Red team agrees. Go at it. But here's so here's the deal. I mean, and I was really making it home of like. Here's here's who's gonna suffer is normal people in yeah. both of the for, countries. For, Ukraine to poor people. Uh, I mean, really I mean I would say common people. Like just it doesn't matter if you're not super poor or just you got some money, you have a job. Now your life you're not sucks ass. Care, but you don't necessarily have to be on the street. Yeah, exactly. But now you're going to be a poor person because of uh, extreme sanctions, and now you have a huge war going on. I mean, right. this is going to be terrible for everybody, you know? And that's why whatever... Unless, unless you're uh, heavily invested in a uh, defense ETF. Yeah, like a Northrop, Grumman's, and... And Lockheed. Yeah, I was going through my emails today, and like Lockheed and Raytheon are fucking killing it right yeah, now. Yeah, uh, I saw another with, one. With all the plans, like, like if you're okay, let's start at the bottom here, right? Let's say you and I have a lot of money. Okay, we invest with a hedge fund. I don't know. I mean, that's probably if you're investing with a hedge fund, you have more than a lot of money. You have a shit ton of money. Mm-hmm. But let's just. Okay, let's go there. Let's say like we we have enough money, we're investing in the hedge fund, right? How's that hedge fund taking 30% 30%, um, fees from us? Because they're going to go to fucking Congress and say, you better get in a fucking war soon because my investors want returns. And we're heavy in Raytheon and uh, Lockheed. They say, okay. Yeah, no problem because you got me this job. There's so no I, money in peace. There's no money in those those things not being fired up. Right. So they so that then they go to the top and then they perpetuate a war through Ukraine. Like Ukraine is just kind of a buffer between the west and the east. Okay. So, so you have the, you're not you have the east provoking the or you have the west provoking the east through Ukraine. Ukraine gets to be the fucking uh, scapegoat. Yeah, 
And the uh, and not only not only are they the scapegoat, they're also the um, sympathetic figure. So they're perfect. Oh, it's it's a perfect win for them because Ukraine is before all of this. Think of all the things you thought of Ukraine. You think of just all the horrible things in an Eastern Europe country. Shit. I mean, like it's all it's always like really foggy and it's dirty. And it's everyone's poor. That's what you would think of like Ukraine. And it kind of, it's a really. I, I, I have no prior thoughts of Ukraine. I you have no prior thoughts. It's not a great country. They, I, yeah, they had a upper class, middle class, lower class, just like any country. They're just smaller. But okay, so let me finish my thought, right? So you're, you're saying to the uppers, like, hey, listen, there's a lot of money coming in on we need a fucking war. So they say, all right, well, I, we can't get in a war. We just got out of Afghanistan, but we can definitely kind of be like the background figure of Ukraine getting in a war. Mm, yeah. And we fucking hate Russia. Exactly. And then we can take over some of those oil, you know, things. Well, it doesn't even need that. Like I, I start, listen, I, so I subscribe to these like um, stock market um, news yeah. Brief. They come to my email all fucking day. They come in so much that I don't even read them because they, I get like 15 Too a day. Hot and heavy. But yeah. today, today I just said, all right, I'm going to go through my email inbox. I'm going to search Lockheed. And it's like, defense ETF, boom, because yeah. of the war in Ukraine. Yeah. Lockheed leading the way of defense stocks, you know, like just giant fucking games. So meanwhile, those people invested in those hedge funds are saying, great job, boys. Great job. Love fucking war. You done good. I get fucking rich when civilians die. And it's been that way since, I mean, now I kind of, like I say that, I started that sentence. I said, it's been that way since, and I don't have the answer. Now I'm kind of curious. How long has war been a for-profit, like, artificial stock market increase 1955 well so um i know we always go to that but i I don't i don't think i don't think it's bad i say his name but martin and i a few years ago floated the question between the two of us when was the last time america literally fought for their freedom 1776 would say the slaves would have said 1865 but yes that's okay that's fine you can go with that but let's the the point is was world war one for america's freedom no i mean the the only wars lately have never been something that's encroaching it's it's an interest so it's a is, it's an interest of the United States to get into and wars. In it in an interest of whom? Those who invest yes, in the your yes. funds. Well, it, it used to be the whole thing we got to fight uh, all these communist nations like Vietnam. That's just propaganda, dude. Yes, absolutely. Buzzwords. And it was and it was good. And now like it's been this long game of of trying to drive this Russia uh not you know, Russia is bad. Sentiment has been going on since right. It's it's since it's the binary. I need a good boy, bad boy. Yeah, because that's the way my brain works. I can't see any kind of like gray area. 
I just need to know who the good team is and who the bad team is. Because from the time I was two years old and playing video games, there was always a good side and a bad side. From the time I was five years old and became a sports fan, there was always my team, the good boys, versus the way team, the bad boys. Oh, it's it's just like when my wife comes in and I'm watching a football game and it's going, who are we rooting for? I'm going, I don't care about any of these teams. I'm just watching a game. So now you're, like, no, 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 no. you're not hearing me. Tell me who the good team is and tell me who the bad team uh, is. Yeah, exactly. But I'm I'm that's what I'm, I'm saying your wife specifically thinks in that manner, but that's the point that Yes. That's what most people think. But it's also who shall yeah, who is the good team and but also who are we rooting for? Okay. Right. Who who do we want to who do we want to win this thing? And it's guess what? There are going to be no winners and no I mean, there's going to be only losers in this. I'm telling you right now, there's going oh. to be. It's not. It's Ukraine ends up on top and all this other stuff. It's not going to happen. Well, it's, it's not it's, only. It's not that there's going to be. There already has been. Yeah. I mean that's. And it's not. It's not the Ukrainians in power. No, they're fine. Klitschko yeah, is doing fine. They're they're playing PR games. They're telling their Twitter team to, hey, everybody. Go on to uh, go on to Russia's Twitter and in three emojis or less, tell them how you feel about this war. <laughs> yeah, Please tag us and follow us. <laughs> so, it, it really is like a a twenty twenty two year old girl is is running their right. socials <laughs> right now. It's World like, War Three brought to you by Applebee's. Yeah, you know, Zelensky's over there doing a Zelensky's doing a TikTok right now to show in his army outfit. You know. I will say like one one good thing about having a war start in 2022 is that we have the technology to see just how fucking stupid war is and how fucking stupid it's always been. Yeah. Like and- your your uh, corporate media is just murdering it with ad revenue right now. And they're telling Applebee's like, it's pay <laughs> up. We got a fucking war. And we and our news coverage for the last two years has been trying to perpetuate this so we can charge your ass right now. This is what we've been planning for. Oh, of course. If we can't bitch and moan about Trump, fucking war is just as good where you're going to... I mean, even I had to go, what the fuck CNN going to do right now? And... The ratings bonanza, it's a fucking stock market bonanza for your uh, hedge fund investors. Yeah. So, I mean. So, it's like, all right. So, Brad, what do you you and I do? Do we get on a podcast and bitch about it and complain about our lives? That's really all we're going to do about it. I'm not going to do do anything else. Or do we fucking notice how fucked up the world is and say, all right, next time I see this shit coming, I'm investing in those defense ETFs. Oh, dude. And I, I think I heard somebody bring it up that that conundrum of like, when we see these things happen, is it bad? Like I'm against the war, but can I still profit off of the war? <laughs> like, is that okay? It's the only way. And then you gotta, and then you gotta fucking transfer those profits into Bitcoin and invest in Meta um, yeah. real estate. Yeah, put get some uh, Meta metaverse in. So yeah, I mean, no, it's it's. Bitch- no, that is like that's that's the thing, man. That's like, this is the first like war that started where we've had the technology to really follow it in depth. Even though, even though I say that, but there's a lot of bullshit out there too. That's that's the other thing that it opens it up for. It's, so where before we were just before we were just restricted from real information. 
And now it's like real information is coming out, but the people that are presenting it are lying to us about what's really happening. Kind of like that, uh, look at this Russian tank just swerving off to just crush a Ukrainian civilian. Damn, don't you hate Putin too? <laughs> yeah. And it's me like 30 seconds of going through the men mentions for people to say, uh, no, that was a Ukrainian convoy that got lost and they freaked out and swerved and, you know, Knocked, you know story. ran over. And that's where a lot of those things that have come up and you're over going, God, I fucking hate that. Or, I mean, there was one where, uh, again, the Snake Island, that one got kiboshed real quick. And I'm telling you, through all these. That, so don't ask me anything about it because I don't know shit. What do you mean? College baseball. Well, I know but you're. But I do know. I do know, like, I know over, okay, that, I don't know. I don't want to say it that way. I just want to say I'm suspicious about global game theory. Yeah. When it comes to a whole. Well. Regardless of what specific thing is going on and what specific um, conspiracy theory, like the, the fucking ghost island or whatever you said. Snake I don't Island, even, or the Ghost of Kiev. Yeah, I feel like That's, I really need to know about that. You, you got the two. Like you got the two conspiracy too. theories mixed up. By the way, that's just pretty funny. But um, what? Whatever, you man. called it Ghost Island. That's pretty good. <laughs> Sounds better. <laughs> I, all I'm saying is I don't need to know about that specific detail because I feel like it's kind of a bogey. Well, no. What it what it what it did to me is now it's like everything's bullshit. Like they there was some. Oh, how did you not know that before? Though? But I know. But it, it's now it's like I hear. Did you hear Russia, you know, just punt like it's almost like the uh, blazing saddles where these guys coming in there like beating up an old lady. And it's like, have you ever seen something so horrible? It's like it's, you know, I can be like surprised more if I saw that and going, can you believe these Russians are shooting old ladies in the head? And you're like, OK, I mean. Let's talk about corporate media, corporate media for a little I, bit. By the way, I'm going to just stop you and say I appreciate you calling it corporate media and not uh, mainstream media, which is what our um, our boomer I, parents I, call I, it. I do want to I want to give you reverse credit and say you're the first one I heard say that, and oh, it's really? kind of stuck. Me, even though I wasn't consciously calling it that, thinking Brad told me that. Well, I, think I, I learned that from. That with me. I learned that from Michael Malice because basically it, it kind of reverses it on. Well, when you say it that way, it kind of makes your point in advance. It's saying it's not about, you know, integrity or any kind of journalistic principle. It's about what's going to sell the most Applebee's ads in the middle of the war. Yeah, but it's even including Fox News. Fox News is corporate media. And, and, well, they're, and they're beating the drums, too. Like, so yeah, I know CNN was the one that ran the Applebee's ad, but they're all the same. Yeah, absolutely. And by the way, I how yeah, there's okay. any any um, news agency that isn't in it for what's going to bring in the most traffic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think so. Okay, so how do you combat that, right? So you can sit back and say, "Well, I don't trust shit." You can you can pick up on trends. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. And, and and listen, damn, this is fucking hard right now because it's really complex that it's hard to put into words. But I feel like if I do put into words, I'm gonna make myself sound like I'm some like guru that, that just has it all figured out. But let me try anyway. Go for at it. At the risk of okay of embarrassment, so, risk of embarrassment. Let's say you don't believe any corporate media. None of them. Right. But 
when they're all moving in the same direction and preaching the same message, then you know something's up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So then you can look and say, okay, why would all these media organizations all preach the same message? Whether it's, um, you know, uh, whatever in COVID or even right now, like Putin bad. If, if there's any situation that seems extreme and all the corporate media is preaching the same thing, then you should ask yourself why. Mm-hmm. And then you can start to look at historical data and say, what did they do before? After the Twin Towers were bombed, everybody was scared. What happened? We all got fucking spied on. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. So you can, you can just kind of pick up on trends. And even though nobody's telling you the truth, you can just use past evidence and current trends to say, what are they trying to do? And the safe bet is, is that big corporations, whether it's big tech or whatever, or the government, is trying to gain more control on you. Now, when you say that, you're going to hear normal people, and I say that in quotes like uh, conspiracy theorists say, it. well, me, I say this. It sounds like a fucking conspiracy. But yeah. How much do you need before a conspiracy quote is just the fucking truth? And to go one step further, those people that are trying to enact the truth you are noticing are the ones trying to convince you that it's a conspiracy and you're just crazy. Well, the, yeah, that's a part of the gaslighting. But that, that's what conspiracy theories are, is just unconfirmed uh, reports is all it is. And what's happening, it's kind of go back to COVID is all these things that were seen as fringe or conspiracy theories have now been corrected in this end by these. It's, it's, it's like with New York times, they don't always get it right the first time, but they will get it right. You know, it, it will become the record and it's going to be right. Are you saying the New York times specifically? Yeah, I mean, or like Reuters or like one of these like big, huge Wall Street uh, journals. These and will. How, these, much time, how much time do you spend on the New York Times? Very little. Well, I mean, about the, it, like, it's it's no, none at all. Like I don't I don't read I'll, them, but I'll always confirm we'll if something that. if I'm trying to like is this real? York, I have opinions. Well, no, if, if it's real. And, you know, New York Times will beat around the bush, but eventually they will correct information and go, yeah, there was a study out that said um, lockdowns are total bullshit. Yeah, my bad. You know, or, you know. And I don't know, dude. Like, do you, do you subscribe to them? I'm not saying because I do. I, I got, like, superiority over your knowledge, but I have a different opinion. Well, I, I mean, what what is your opinion? You think they are bullshitting, right. I too? Don't wanna, I don't want to get too lost in this because it's a little bit off track. But- it is. My opinion of the New York Times is it's like they'll kind of acknowledge a story. Like they'll say like uh, the Russians in the Ukraine or, or yeah, the Russians and the Ukraines are at war. What does this mean for mask mandates in schools? Yeah, but uh, but that That's my impression of the New York Times. But that's editorial stuff. Where Yeah, I don't want Boston is. I'm no, 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 no. Like, here's here's how I'll explain it. That's first. That's first page. Point is, I kind of breeze over the New York Times. Hold on. Okay, I kind of breeze over the New York Times because I subscribe. I thought it would be like good information. 
but what I've learned over the last six or seven months of being a subscriber is that they never actually talk about anything. They just use topics to clickbait them into bullshit. But here, here is that beyond that clickbait stuff, which they will do. They do do the clickbait stuff, but they also, um, some of that stuff can be in the opinion pages and some is that's heavily editorialized type shit. But no, I know what you're saying, dude. But and, I, just and don't... I know, understand, but here in there, in like page 29, deep down, they don't even put it on the front page of even the website or on the, on the newspaper, but in page 29, they will like confirm a real story and they'll be like, yeah, it turns out blah, 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 blah. That has been said to not well, be right is actually right. So bullshit. Huh? Well, yeah, but that's if it's that buried. Oh, that's what they'll, they'll do. Huh? It's like the old days of like, whenever they get something wrong, It'll be on the first front page, and when they correct it, it's going to be on page 29 type thing. That's the same shit that they do, is they'll bullshit around on some front page stuff to get you to buy the paper, but at the end, they'll correct it in the because they are the they're the newspaper of record. Well, That's, it's actually I true. I say we move on to something of more significance. If in fact there is any, so let's just let's take a moment of silence to pray for the Russian and Ukraine people, and that's that's where we'll end on, right? But yeah, that's on that topic. That's what we're going to end it on is that uh, we're not Putin apologists. We're we're definitely not uh, defense contract because that, that's the big thing is we're getting is you know you you mention anything as far as going whatever Putin wants, just give it to him so we can end the war and be like. And what did Putin tell you to do that? And it's like, no, motherfucker. Like, I don't want war. Like, Well, what you're going to start seeing is, and just real quick, so when we were talking, you, you mentioned, well, we mentioned COVID, right? When mean? all that shit started. And I told you I went back and listened to Ours? our podcast about yeah. COVID, and it was March of 2020 when we did it. And I was re-listening to that thinking I was going to cringe that we're going to be about, super wrong. Yeah, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. I was like, Oh my God, this is going to be a disaster. I'm going to, I'm cringing so hard right now. But then the more I listen, I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like I prefaced like 10 things saying, I'm going to put my tin foil hat on. I was like, wait a minute. I was right. Yeah. And now you see now, now, <laughs> now the things I was wrong about, are things that I could I could easily say, well, that's just it's, it hasn't happened yet. And and Gordon would say, well, that's what a conspiracy theorist does. He always leaves himself an out. But there were a lot of things we talked about that did happen, and a lot of things that could still be in the pipeline later on. Yeah, but I was even I, I didn't really hear anything that I was embarrassed about. Like Jesus Christ, I was way wrong about that. I, I think the uh, there was the old Sam Gannon uh, episode where everything was really popping off, and I was like, guys, y'all all just need to wear a mask. I mean, just like let's just do it. But that's this was like inside four days of hold fifteen on, days. Said to, I said that, yeah. But oh yeah, you did because you asked me what's the big deal about wearing a mask. I'm like, I don't want to. No, but, and then after a while, but that was, I mean, this is literally like two weeks in. This is like, I have no idea what the fuck this is. And that was like the perfect being like, I have no fucking clue. Okay. Now, and, now 
now to be honest, like as I'm thinking about things I said, um, I did say after the mask mandates were over, I'm like, I don't really see a problem with uh, going to the grocery store and wearing a mask if it means I have cleaner food. You've gotten over that, right? Huh? You've gotten over that, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 100%. Like, like I, I I take that back a lot. I literally the only I'm telling you the only I bring that up to say like I don't want to sound like everything I said I be, I still believe or everything I said was right because it's simply not. But when we first started talking about you know what is what what does all this mean like but I think a lot of you're just here? like toler- being able to tolerate some of these things. That's all it was. You're like I can do that. And like we we all we we kind of called it. We said, you know, all this is is the nine eleven playbook. Like, never let a disaster go to waste. Mm-hmm. Get more, get more control over the people. More surveillance. More control. Uh, I mean, whatever, whatever. However you want to define control, right? Because in nine eleven, it was all about um, the Patriot Act, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we can spy on your phones, like. In case anybody texting about anything uh, we don't like, um, and then today with with COVID, it I, I thought it was an exercise in how much we'll versus versus say fuck that that's stupid. It was more of a, a a temperature gauge on how much control do we have over the people when we say the, the government says you should do this. Well, you want to hear something that I think I've said for a while, and maybe uh, three or four years down the road, we can look back and be like, damn, Brad was really profound here. But I'm going to say this might have been just a trial run, which is crazy. Yeah, that's kind of what I've always thought, too. It was just a temperature gauge on what if can we, we say, do? do this, how, how well will people respond and versus... We- how much will they say, fuck you, we're not going to do and that? And could you not see that, man, they will do fucking whatever we say to, to do? Yeah, to a, to an extent. To an, well, because a certain population, but a good part of the population is going to be terrified and they'll do whatever the fuck we want to do. If they want us to go, if they want us to, if we say, hey, we're going to go buy a bunch of pharmaceuticals from this big you know, company, they're going to be like, please buy them all. Oh my God, just get them all. And okay, we'll do it. And we'll uh, make sure our uh, we're invested heavily in Pfizer, you know. So well, that's enough conspiracy corner for one night. A uh, couple more things. Uh, Go ahead. Um, nah, I'm not gonna say. Uh, we are taking uh, admissions for uh, or or question, not questions. What is it called? Well, we're doing. We're gonna have our new segment called "Women Say the Darndest Things About Sports" or anything. I'm out. I'm okay. Out. Are we not gonna do that? It's an original idea. No. Like we can debate. Like let's talk about why I'm out versus why you want to do it. Because <laughs> I think it could be okay. Here's the whole thing with why that segment was funny, and then now why the segment is stupid and lame. And I'll tell you why I never liked it in the first place. And oh. we can have this debate. Oh, okay. See, look, we don't always agree on everything. We rarely do. <laughs> but the reason why I like it is because there is... You want to, like, 
Brad, we can like we can post our political compasses. You want to sell heroin to children. <laughs> yes. And you want to put us I just a... want to get along with everybody. Like get along with nobody. It's why is yours time. why is yours so kind and mine is selling heroin to four year olds? Well, the thing is, dude, like we talked about this when uh we did the episode with you and me. Mm-hmm. I get along with everybody and I fit in with nobody. That's true. That's true. And you just want to be like Oh, kids can't do heroin. What's next? Can't butter toast. Yeah, exactly. If my Don't kid wants right. to do heroin, that's it's right. Um, no, I said, no, maybe, dude, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that makes me the worst of them all. That I. Why are you? So why are you such a dick that you want to restrict heroin from children? So let me let me tell you this real quick. Hold on, and we'll get into. Uh, <laughs> We'll get into what you said, which I don't know. I don't remember. But women say the darnest so things about sports. When, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can okay, real just real quick, and we don't have to like discuss this, but I'll just say in um twenty twenty, so that would have been at the beginning of the pandemic, I took a political compass and I scored um liberal centrist. Right? Yep. And it doesn't even really matter where I start. The point is I took it exactly a year later and I scored in exactly the same spot. Now I sent the original score in 2020 to a friend. Then a year later when I retook it, I said, well, if anything, you can call me consistent. And she said, that's not the brag you think it is. You're not growing. <laughs> I said, okay. Okay. That's so Let's funny. Okay, I'm not growing. So, what what direction on this compass do you think would be considered growing? Like, is it any direction? What if direction? Said, oh, one year later, I fucking love the death penalty. Yeah. <laughs> I I didn't a year before, but now I do. Am I growing now? Yeah. Or I, I want to. If I just move in the direction you prefer, am I growing now? It's it's a progression to where it makes it starts from the top right of the U and moving down and then going all the way to that top left is right. what so let's say let's say I would have moved from okay, so if I was um centrist now I wasn't I wasn't um liberal or uh, what conservative. I was um uh what libertarian Centrist. Yeah, that's where I. Started, You're moving right? backwards. Gosh. No, 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 no. That's where I started. That's when I first took it. I was libertarian centrist. Right. Let's say I would have moved to fascist right. Would she still then say, "Wow, I'm I'm really proud of your growth." <laughs> no. She would have thought exactly. you're getting dumber. Is probably what. It was. And that's why I was, I was really kind of invested into that argument with her. Yeah. And I think I made my point very early because she didn't really have much to say after that. She was like, eh, maybe I kind of said a dumb thing, but I'm not going to admit that. I'm just going to not respond. I'm going to, I'm going to say what but she like, probably. Okay, so, so the question here is, the question here is if your political beliefs aren't radically changing year to year, does that mean you're not growing as a person or is it just means you've reached a spot where you actually believe in something you really believe it, like your beliefs are true. 
I believe more information can be brought upon you that you did not fully know and that can be known as growth, but just changing opinions willy nilly and oh yeah, I, I believe I I was for defunded the police and now I'm not for that anymore. I actually wanted to do something different. I actually want to fund them more. Right. And and, and I, we're also dealing with sample size error, right? Like if you would have if you would have polled me when I was twenty one and I'm like bomb the fuck out of everybody, arrest anybody that does anything wrong. Yeah. And then quiz me now at thirty five where I'm like the police fucking suck and war is stupid. You're going to get two completely different scores, right? Right. Yeah. I but mean, in one year, when we're talking about very general ideas, like, um, do you think the police deserve more power than they do? From 2020 to 2021, my opinion is not going to change on that. Right. Okay. Anyway, that okay. was a sidebar. Let's to, talk about, um, to digress. Uh, no, I, I, I just, uh, to wrap this, uh, this women said the darnest thing is I, I just find it adorable that women are rightfully not into sports. And I, I like that. Okay. Agree. Like, I don't, I don't look at it as like women are so fucking dumb. Yeah. Bah. I can't believe they tried to, uh, take an interest into something I love. And they get something wrong right off the bat. Oh my god, I'm going to record them and just blast them on the on the uh, radio station that I listen that, to. That that part you don't like. I fucking hate it because I can find and it I, endearing. Where my you know Kelly has said things where I'm like, oh my lord, did you just say that? And she goes, okay, Brad, yeah. But in normal days, what do we spend doing when it comes to sports? It's arguing about what men said that was really stupid yeah yeah and these are guys that watch sports all the time i know but why the fuck are we calling out our significant others that are in good earnest um trying to take interest in their husbands uh (laughs) yeah i i get it them for it no, I, again, I don't ever think it's like shitting on women. I find it endearing, and women right, rightly show should find something better to do okay. than watch sports. No, I disagree with you. What's the name of the segment? Women say the darndest things about sports. So it's shitting on women. Yeah, but darndest isn't like it's not saying women say the dumbest fucking thing about sports. It's say they they say the darndest. It's like, not? damn, how about the? I've never even. Like they say things where you're like, I didn't even like, it's a perspective that I don't, I can't even grasp because I've grown up with this for my whole life. Do what? If we we called the segment, women say dumbass shit about sports. You think that's materialistically different than women say the darndest thing about sports? Yeah. Because I, I, it's a, it's an endearing thing where you're just saying that they're dumb and it's Bro, not it's no, not them being stop, dumb. It's on. just it's... Brad, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> you no, I'm not gonna let you play in your ignorant on this because you listened to the same Craig Miller segment as I did when they were so fucking pompous about it, like, oh my god, can you believe how fucking dumb women are? Let's go to the next <laughs> one. So no, I'm not gonna let you get away with it's so innocent. It wasn't. It was so fucking degrading when oh. literally like, from the time I heard it, all I could think about was, 
okay, we're going to do this one segment, and then we're going to go back to, all right, the Muses are on four hours a week, five, 20 hours a week. So we're going to do 19 hours and 40 minutes on how dumb men are. But this one segment, this one 20-minute segment, we're going to just really fucking talk about how dumb women are? No. I don't buy it, and I fucking hate it. Well, see, for people who don't believe that you're in the far left corner, uh, bottom corner, I mean, right there. Okay, That's well, progressive. like, check my tally board on how many, uh, my tally board on uh, how many fair maidens I've saved on the internet. I'm telling you. Yep. It's at zero. It's at zero. No, I that, was, I that was very progressive of you. No, this is not a fucking white knight thing. This is a logic thing. No, I get it. I, I, I understand what you're saying. But Neither's laughed their ass off for 20 minutes about just how silly women are for spending 10 minutes of their lives observing sports. And then we'll spend the next uh, three hours and 40 minutes debating, uh, you know, Stephen A. Smith, who does it for a living. But since he's not a woman, it's not that funny. <sighs> okay. So, again, that might be their um, thing. And I think you're probably right about that. I mean, absolutely right. It is a they're doing damage control now to call it people say the darndest thing about sports. And... No, they're just they're just trying to blow in the wind. They're pussies for it. They should stick with it. Yeah. If they thought it was a good segment then, they should think it's a good segment now. I just didn't think it was no, a good it's, segment. No, it's damage control and then, and then they do a bunch of women saying silly things about sports and then one guy says something kind of dumb and you're like, ha, he said that, you know, Something about the zero yard line. What a freaking idiot. Ah, it's like, that's not that crazy. I mean, I've said some silly shit too. You know, I don't think you'd, you know, write it into a, a sport. I mean, I would have just left that one out. It wasn't good enough. But we just had to have one guy in this segment, is what it is. So we will be taking well, over that if you have them. But I, okay. I Jacob will not. I hated it then, and I hate it even more now that they're trying to be like, oh, look how good boy we are. <laughs> after being so, after being so bad now. <laughs> yeah, I go. I get it. No, it's like Justin said. It's like, it's all fake now. Everything is, yeah. And it probably always was. But at least when you had a target demo for the segment, it was somewhat entertaining. I just personally never liked it. Now it's just a fucking mess. Do you think Gordon almost died from his booster shot? I have not listened to the Musers since the Cowboys lost to the 49ers <laughs> because I just physically, mentally, and emotionally cannot handle what they had to say about it. And so for that whole week, I weaned myself off the Musers, and I never went back. Never looked back. Okay. Well, no. Now, uh, uh, just I'll, I'll tune in for uh, Dan and Jake because they're they're pretty good. I think I think Dan and Jake get a little too far on the goofy trail. Yeah. Where They'll spend way too long talking about how many shows they've done with the um, app name wrong. And even if it's only for like two minutes, I think that's too long. But they, they just kind of use that as Filler. like a brand. We're just going to dwell on this insignificant thing for way too long because it makes us different from other sports talk shows. But – they redeem themselves by doing a really fucking in-depth segment on the Mavs beating the Lakers like they did today. It was really good. It's just they have too much filler, and I think that is a uh, damn thing. 
because I think Dan's comfortable in that situation. He doesn't want to get schooled by Jake with too many uh, in-depth sports segments. I can't get it. Uh, I, I don't have any perspective on it. You know, we we talked about that Jenna Ryan. Because you, you don't listen to. Well, you, you I, I listen. listen I listened to the Jenna Ryan uh, segment, but that was it. And I and I praised them for having her on, regardless if it was good or bad, whatever. Yeah, I do too. I just, I'm just interested in what the feedback will do to their decision making in the future. Uh, I'm unfortunately, I, I say have whoever you want, but again, probably won't happen because of the. I term. would love to ask Jake that off the record. But, I would too, and and report it and say I don't know. I heard it from someone. You know. No, I would never do that. I would just <laughs> want it for my own curiosity. No, I. Hey I, man, hey, let me ask you a question real quick because we're late in the podcast. Yeah, we're we're past so, the hour where people don't listen, so we can really go whatever. Exactly. So now now we're in the uh, the the paywall segment. Yeah. Go ahead. Where people don't pay. Um. Hey. Okay. Real quick. This is just like a yes or no question, and we can just spend twenty seconds on it. Did you register for a uh, like a tax number for the podcast? Okay. Well, can we? You want to talk about uh, post game beers right now? <clears throat> Not necessarily just podcasting in general because we're lost. Well, but I, we're, I, we're up to like three hundred listeners, and we know we can make a little bit of money. But right. we have to register for like an EIN. So I'm just, just give me like 15 seconds. Is it an seconds EIN on. or, okay. I don't know. Like, okay. Have you or received you a LLC dollar for it pod- or something? I don't know. Have you received $1 for podcasting? I have, but it's so minimal. Okay. How did not- you do it? How did, how did you do it? Uh, 20 we, seconds or less. We had, uh, we had that small ad. I think we got a few bucks for that, and then we had a few. Okay, no, 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 no. Not from, like, third-party advertisers, because we've gotten that. We've got plenty of that. I mean, from actual listeners, like advertising or whatever the fuck it happens. Like, if you have 10,000 listeners and no third-party advertisers, how do you get money from that? I'm confused by your phrasing. I'm, I'm... So is it all third-party advertisers? No, I mean, well, they kind of, it's an internal with what Anchor does. So, yeah. Okay, so we, we read that at 50 listeners, you can start drawing revenue. 50? We're at 200. Yeah, 50. Uh, so we're at 200. Where did you read this shit? Off of Wikipedia or something? From our producer. He, I didn't read shit. I got other shit going. I got merchandising and bar meetups <laughs> and collaborations and shit like that. I, I, I'm, I I'm, can't confirm or deny. I know it's probably much higher than that, but that's just me. Are you registered with the IRS? No, we don't make we don't okay. we don't make any money on this podcast. Okay, then we move on. Yeah, that's all I wanted to know. There's no money that is to be made. If there was because- money, like significant amounts of money, as Again, I would say well over $10,000 is made, then we would. But we don't make near that at all. There's no so money to be you, made at the right now. Do you, All right, so if you can tell me, and you can say no, how do you get the money you've made? Was it from just your buddy at the gym saying, can you promote my uh, online advertising agency? Again, I'll give you 50 bucks if you This read is a where line. I think your podcast and my podcast have gone in two different directions. 
Well, I'm interested to know, dude. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm telling ready. you right now. That's why I want to get into this kind of the podcast uh, things of it because I was praising you guys at the beginning of this podcast uh, that you. that you guys are are doing a good thing. I I, I admire it. I also uh, envy it too because I'm like. I don't really have like a niche thing that I want to talk about that I can get this group of people to listen to it, which is what you're doing. Um, well, now, that was our, uh, that was our, I mean, I won't say our, cause it wasn't like you fucking did all this. Mm-hmm. I just kind of joined it, but where I kind of saw it going from my perspective was we just get on here and just bullshit. Mm-hmm. And try to make that funny. Exactly. I hope we made that Ukraine segment funny. I don't know if we did. There, there might be a lot of people that expect us to follow a run sheet and be professional and have segments and go to break. Find and, a different podcast. We're not going to do that. This is just another dumb podcast where exactly. you get a bunch of guys here. We drink some Balcones. Mm-hmm. And we just laugh. We have energy. We we try to make each other laugh and hopefully the audience laughs. But yeah, we definitely are trying to do a different podcast with a little bit of that feel. Like, because all of us, like, this is all natural. We're not doing anything different than we've ever done. Now mm-hmm. we're just recording it. Mm-hmm. And we run a Twitter and an Instagram. Yeah. Well, here again, uh, as far as my praising is going, I think y'all are doing a good job. You get that audio fixed. You guys should be golden, honestly. Well, um, we we had a sponsor send us some very expensive uh, podcasting equipment. Which, and do you all know needed, how to use it? Yeah, all we needed were adapters, and then we can plug it into our mixer, and we're good. Okay. Because the mixer goes into our recording um, software. Okay. Well, if you got that, then it should be fine. But Yeah, yeah we, two of them arrived today. We're waiting on two more. And well, then we'll I, ready to roll. And I spoke to Reed a little bit today, and I, I don't know Reed very well, but you know, you. telling him on the on the Twitters, I was like, guys, y'all are doing fine. Keep talking about what you're talking about, but don't try to make it. Uh, this isn't fucking CNN. This isn't ESPN. This isn't some regimented thing. You have things right. that you want to talk. I have. I periodically during the week, but again, I'm I'm getting better at it to because i'll always just get on here and i'm like i totally forgot what we we're going to talk about so now i'm getting better at like having little things that i would like to sh- to chat about but at the end of the day it like if i'm on with you i don't have to write anything down we can just talk about whatever because you can you have the the gift to just talk about whatever you have these things in your mind and you will just talk about something so yeah and and that goes back to what i was saying about our um pandemic episode when the lockout first started mm-hmm. was I went back and listened to it and I was expecting to just absolutely fucking hate myself the whole time and I didn't but I, I don't know if I got lucky on that particular subject I'm sure I could go back and listen to other things and say well that's fucking stupid I don't believe that now right but. well and again I mean it's, it's really a, a dynamic of you know what we, you know, yeah, I'm trying to halfway talk about something serious, but also dicking around, having fun. Uh, this is not a serious thing. I don't care if we make one dime off this podcast. 
I don't care if anybody fucking, I mean, honestly, I really don't even care if anybody listens. Well, and that's what we went to it with. It was like, all right, what's our break even point? Have fun. Like, yeah. Okay. okay we spent money on some mics or, you know, whatever, whatever the fuck we it's wasted. It's disposable a month. income that y'all had that you can spend yeah. a few bucks on a mic. It's not like, that big. This of a deal. is, yeah, this is beyond revenue. <laughs> this is our break even point is, are we having fun doing this? Yeah. So that, that became core principle number one of the LDC. Are we having fun? Yeah. And as soon as it starts to feel like work, are you sure you want to keep doing it? (laughs) Yeah. What's the point of doing this if we're not having fun? Exactly. But yeah. Core principle number two, and this is the second and only, uh, this is two of two. Be true to who you are. No phoniness allowed. You know, and for we are going to present our true personality. Yeah, whether it's on the podcast, on Twitter, or at games and meeting people, we're going to be who we are. Now, like, are we going to talk to a player's dad like we talk to a frat guy at a bar? No, but it's going to be pretty close. You know what I mean? Yeah, but. And that's that's the biggest thing is authentic authenticity is so huge because right I mean right. that's what's always been like oh whenever we would hang out with Jake or hang out with Jeff or name the people who we we were listening to and you're like oh you're just the same as you are on the radio and then I, I'm not naming important. do what. It's extremely important because, like, yeah. let's say you listen to one of the uh, overnight SB Nation radio guys. Hello, oh, let's go to LeBron James. What do you think about him? And then he gets off the air and he's like, "I don't give a, I don't even give a fuck about LeBron James." Yeah, or it's just yeah. I've, but I mean, I can tell you there are some people who are a little phonier than others. That's my point. Yeah, that's my point. Like, yeah. who do you value more? Do you value Jake, who is just you know, if if you met up with Jake at a bar and you started talking to him about, you know, Cowboys free agency or like Jerry Jones or some hot button topic. Or Dolphins. Are you, are you going to hear two different guys? Or are you going to hear pretty much the same fucking guy? Like, is he authentic on the air? And you can usually just tell when they're on the air. Like, yeah. if if you're not, if the ticket's not on, you're listening to SB Nation radio or whatever, you, you can definitely tell those guys are like, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. I'm just trying to yeah, do a job. But I'm telling you right now, I, th- I, th- I think some of those are going a little bit away. I know, you know, like uh, Jake is not I'm not going to, I hate that we're like harping on Jake. It's just someone we know. So we always just kind of harp on him. Yeah. Because we have <laughs> a little more insight to his in life personality, but, but insert whatever radio host, he's probably going to have the same type of, uh, opinion on D- Dak or something like that. I was going to say Dirk. I don't know why, but uh, I think that think that's part of what got him to where he is for sure. But is there going to be some things where he's just going to be like, eh, I'm not going to talk about that on the radio. Yeah, those are going to be on there, and those yes, where you're, yeah. But Brad, that's that's the point I'm making because mm-hmm. your SB Nation guy is going to have a, a an opinion, yeah, whether he's actually interested in the topic or not. Yeah, and we're never going to talk about. I mean, Jacob will pretty much uh bail out on a subject if he has no fucking care about it he will not care about right. it one bit of, uh, and that's the same with me i've 
You want to go talk soccer? I have no fucking interest in even listening to anything like that. Which, so, which goes back to our core principle: just be who you are. Yeah, and I think that's huge. And so, going back to your, uh, let's let's rag on your podcast for just two seconds. Okay, uh, go for it. Uh, and again, I listened to uh, just no, I listened to the whole thing. Uh, uh, yeah, I listened to the whole thing today. All of episode three. Yeah, I actually did. I listened to the entire. So I thing. got. I I could only handle. Um, let's see we did on this one like 57 minutes or something Mm -hmm. i could only get into about 35 minutes and the first five minutes i wanted to just delete the twitter account see and just call it a day you're having a little bit of uh yeah i i think there are well no because i was the reason i was disappointed was because i thought from my point of view that that was the best content we put out there. As far as subject. With the, worst, with the absolute worst quality. Right. And then I got about six or seven minutes in, and I don't know if Reed did something or we made an adjustment while we were recording, but the audio was actually listenable. No, I, I actually got in the first bit of it, and I'm going, well, it seems like, it was, it seems like it the audio so is going the wrong bad. direction. So no, it was fucking terrible. <laughs> so, but it 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 does get better. It does. It does, it does get, get better. better after about six or seven minutes. Yeah, it does. And and I was a little worried about that when I was like, I can't now, barely I say, hear Jacob right now. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. I was, same thing because I thought like, okay, this is the episode. I'm the most sober. I'm the most prepared. Mm-hmm. And I presented information. The best i possibly could in this episode and audio is ass but two things after seven minutes it gets better so if you actually care like the thing is we're doing a a niche podcast right it's not oh here's a semi-interesting history topic that we can talk about Mm -hmm. you know it's like if you like tc baseball you're gonna listen yeah, but here's here's here for war no matter what, and then there's a very small percentage of people that are on the fence. I know, I know you keep saying that, and I think you have that to a degree. But the problem is, is if they listen to that once and they don't like it, the likelihood of them ever coming back because that audio is shit is going to be much less likely. If you would have just if you would have just off the bat had tremendous audio, like where, I feel you, you know, I'd be right. I will just say from my perspective, I know, I know. There, okay. Hold on. So let me, let me say this. So there's never been a very in-depth TC baseball podcast. Right. But I've always been a very in-depth TC baseball fan. So if a podcast came out where it was, super fucking in-depth to TC baseball. I don't give a shit what the audio is. I'm like, thank fucking God somebody finally did this. No, no. That's the only thing you did in the first. I guess it would be, I was trying to compare it to, I like, I listened to like a libertarian podcast, which it sounded like horseshit. And like a guy was doing an interview. Find another libertarian podcast. Exactly. That's what I was saying is he was like, it was so terrible. Like he was doing a, a, 
he was had a phone up to a microphone and doing an interview, and I was like, I can't fucking listen to this. It's horrible. But there is another libertarian podcast where there's but not there's, another. Brad, there's no threat of replacement for. There's no threat of competition for us. Right, and that's where I'm envious of and, y'all. And we're also not ignoring the fact the audio sucks. Like you heard Reed, you just got to say, yeah, guys, I know this is ass. Yeah. Just bear with us for a little longer. We're figuring it out. Well, because those microphones that um, the head coach's brother sent to us arrived about three hours after we recorded Sunday. Yeah. And Reed was like, it's taken me everything in my body to not suggest we just re record this thing with the new microphones. And we were like, Reed, it's fine for now. It's fine. That, that episode was fire. Like the content was great. Yeah. Let people fight through it for one more week, and then you are you're gonna you're already gonna tell them. Like, I want to. I want to. I'm interested to hear how this is gonna go. I mean, I might even. Um, yeah, I, I I'm interested to see how that's that's gonna go and what your, I mean, if what it your was, setup is. See, here's the thing that's 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 really sad. If we would have just done Zoom for the first three episodes, the audio quality would have been much better because we all bought cheap like USB microphones that work great when you're just plugging into a singular computer Mm -hmm. the problem is we can get so much better content when we're all just huddled around there is something so much different i mean you have to admit like i know we've only done two really face to face but there's so much more different than doing a zoom well and also like it's not even a fair comparison since we've known each other since 2001 (laughs) yeah like we're all pretty new to each other and we also have four guys who have never podcasted before and then me that's only done it like drunk and high and a handful yeah a handful of times and now since i'm like i i'm like second in command on this thing after the second episode when i was like blacked out for the last 20 minutes i realized I need to be more prepared, more professional. And I went into the third one doing that, and I thought I did a pretty good job. And then I got fucked by the mic. Yeah. No, I, well, but, nothing to harp on. I mean, it, it is what it is. You, you'll, you're going to no, get it. And yeah. I'm not even worried because, like, the people who fucking love TC baseball, listen. Yeah, but do you think Braden really needs to be hitting in that spot or whatever his name is? I got his name. No, right. he needs to be moved up. Ah, I see. Yeah, he needs to be moved up. And, you know, can they hit left-handed I, pitching? I, I like uh, I like TC Baseball Insider Brad. Uh, <sighs> I'm enjoying this. This is going to be interesting. I There is no Major League Baseball, so might as well follow my horns and then maybe, you know, tip in a well, little bit with the TCU. Well, fucking good, dude. I know. That's why, I, you know. You're a yeah. Major League team. I was uh, – I had a um, – Somewhere in here is the 2000 uh, championship uh, pennant that I had I when I was a kid. A, um, huh? Who was I talking to? Guy was a uh, – oh, it was um, – so I had a work happy hour today before the Stars game. And one guy was a Texas alum, and I told him, you know, my favorite sport was college baseball. And he started talking about the horns a little bit. And he said, yeah, I think we're really good this year. I said – you should absolutely right now go get an Airbnb in Omaha, buy a plane ticket, and worst case scenario, if y'all somehow don't make it there, 
you still get to go go to Omaha for cheap. Mm-hmm. But absolutely buy now because that seems fucking good. And from a TCU perspective, I'm looking at the schedule thinking we need to stockpile enough wins to get us in a good postseason situation so we can go down to Austin and get swept. <laughs> That's how good y'all are. And it's not like we'll just get the, the break speed off of us. I think we'll compete in all the games. I just think we don't have enough superstar talent to right. to get it over. Like now, what's my realistic expectation? We'll win one out of three. But if we even if we get swept, if we can stockpile enough wins on the schedule, I won't even give a shit. Yeah. I don't want to go into Austin thinking we have to win two out of three or one out of three. I want to go down there thinking who gives a fuck if we get swept. We're gonna beat everybody else on our schedule. Okay. Uh go That's back. how good y'all are. No, I, so I, I, get, I'm excited. The point is, no, Brad, no, my point is start following right now. I am. I followed the I followed the uh Texas baseball uh uh Twitter thing, Jigger. Okay. So are you watch do you have the game plus? Are you watching the I games? do have plus. I've not like watching the games. But I'll I'll, I'll I, I can watch them. I'll watch them. I just it's just hard well, to do like, it, dude. So when y'all actually win a natty, you can celebrate without thinking I just started watching two weeks ago. For sure. Yeah. You can be like, I've been following these bitches all year. Dude, I this you know, one dude I, what's his name? I, I won't I won't blame you. I'm trying to figure out what uh, this dude's name is, but he's uh he's pretty good. Uh what the um hispanic um what's the, the hispanic panic or i forgot his name your uh, best hitter or is it your best hitter oh it's, no it's dre or uh because you got a like borderline racist nickname for your best hitter what's his name <laughs> uh i kind of forgot it's late but okay. um well it's like the hispanic panic or something like that He's, it's not the executioner he, <laughs> no, that's no. The actual nickname's worse. Oh, okay. Uh, no, the guy, the pitcher. I think his name is Dre. And mm, okay, so here's here's my stance on other teams. Is well, this is the LDC stance on other teams. We don't give a fuck about them right now because it's too early. But as the season goes, we're going to start to branch out and pay attention more towards the conference and the national scene. Yeah. But right now, a lot of teams are playing like super fucking easy teams. So like right now, ten- Tennessee has a run differential of like 140. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's everybody's getting their like, everybody's getting their legs underneath them right now until they start getting into yeah. to what is it? Not division, uh, whatever it is, Con- conference. So yeah, I, so I, I, don't I really get how give it is. A shit. I don't really give a shit what Tennessee did against Iona. Yeah, and just like what TCU did against F- SFA. I mean, it's not a fucking big deal. Exactly. It's, SFA is exactly. a dog but shit school. It's, it's a small are school. Bullshit, but I will say for TCU's sake, we played teams with a pulse on weekends, right? Where a lot of the top ranked teams have it. Yeah. Um. Can we get back to your podcast for just five seconds and we're yeah, gonna be done? Of course, um, of course. Uh, roast it. Come so on, I'm not gonna roast right, it. I mean, a constructive con- criticism. So, so Ray, who has been on the podcast, he's only did it once, but um, Ray, he has that f- he uh, he has the energy which I enjoy of Ray. Yep. I think so far he, we agree. He's I think going, Ray has think- significant, but he is generic baseball guy going he's got good 
good mound presence and da 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 da. I'm like, dude, shut All up. All right, so <laughs> if, this, if this is going to be the pull back the curtain um, uh, yeah. review of our podcast. Yeah. I'm like, shut up, Ray. Um, you don't know about thing, that. No, like, real, just real quick, because I think that's probably boring for people to listen to because no. they probably don't buy podcasts. But one thing we touched on with Ray is don't get nervous. Don't feel like you've got to make an impact because a lot of the times, um, mostly me, but sometimes other people would be making a point and he would interrupt us to make the exact same point we were making. Yeah. That's the part you got to listen and you're not waiting to talk. And I think here is the other criticism, which regardless, I think you guys are going to figure these things out. Five. I, I, that's what that's what I always say. Is, is it a four man podcast? Because I, I know you had the other guy, but he doesn't talk, right? Okay, so here was how it was set up originally. We have our professional boy, the dad, the podfather, MK. Okay, he's the one that like makes us sound like we know what the fuck we're doing, right? And then I was supposed to be the co-host. Because I'm the one most confident about speaking on the air, but I also know enough about TC baseball to make it worth that experience, right? Does that make sense? Yeah, exactly. Like my experience podcasting with you got me voted as the co-host role. Now, we had Reed, the producer, and he didn't really want to talk much at all, but he's like the reason he's even in this group is because he has good insight. So we throw it to him. Um, Ray, Ray, Ray knows a lot. Ray's super entertaining. Yes. So Ray is, he, Ray's a funny Ray fucking is, guy. He's a funny guy. Like the way I describe Ray and it makes, it makes the other guys nervous. Okay. But this is the pull back the curtain portion of talking about our podcast. Ray makes the other guys in the group nervous, but I tell them, listen, we have to harness his energy in a positive way. We can't shut it down. We can't tell him to say, shut the fuck up. Because every good band needs the guy that will trash the hotel room. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right? And that's, that's who we are. We're fucking, we're energy. We're, we're drinking. We're, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we can't just castrate him. Yeah. It, when, he, when he oversteps, it's cringy. And frustrating. I think you gotta and when you, you gotta and lean when you, in. Lean. And when you try to correct him, his defense mechanisms are to joke about it and say it's no big deal, but he gets it. At the same time, it's a delicate balance because you don't want to castrate that energy ener- uh you don't want to castrate his energy and then become boring. No. No. I Ray so, so, he, so moving delicate balance. So again, Ray, keep your energy up. This is what Jacob's been really good about. Anything we've done podcast, keep your energy up, which he does. Keep being funny. Say your little things that I like this guy. He's, you know, I really like him in this spot. But don't do the like the hokey bullshit of like this guy's got this type of bubba to blah. Like trying to do like where you're trying to be ESPN shit. Man, no, you're not. I like this guy because he hits the fucking ball. You know, okay. you know, right. I, I would say just um, <laughs> from my perspective that I think you're short selling Ray a little bit. I think he I, I'm just, just in, the, in those instances. I'm not saying the whole thing. I'm just saying there's, you know, he does bring a lot of good content for sure. 
the thing is with Bray, we just need him to calm down his anxiety so that he's not volume shooting. He, I know because, you all said that he was too loud. I didn't. I didn't. I think he no, was closer to the it. mic or something. Yeah, no, no. Production quality. I I personally don't give a shit about. What I'm looking at is roles and personality um, interaction, managing conflict, things like those are the things I'm caring about. Yeah. Like him speaking too loud or gets too close to the mic. I don't give a fuck about that. That's Reed's problem. Okay. So next. What, hold on, hold on. Okay, go ahead. Like, what, what I don't want him to do is I know like off the top of my head right now talking to you, we were talking about our center fielder and how good of a defender he is, right? Right. And me, the co-host, I was making the point that if you're in the stadium and you're watching the ball off the bat and you have that in your peripheral, and then you see our center fielder, his name is Elijah Nunez, went to Martin, he played for Kirk. We bonded over that. If you watch him track the ball and you're seeing the ball and you're seeing him run, and you kind of know what you're looking at, you can see how precise of a route he's running to the ball. And it's really fucking impressive. Like, it's fun to watch. It's fun to look at the ball with your right eye and then look at Eli with your left eye and just see the two converge together okay, for now. We're just giving Ray. Okay, so I'm making this point, right, just like I just did. And I'm saying, yeah, I just – when you see the ball in the air and you're in the stadium and then you see Eli taking the route and he's converging on the ball, Ray will jump in and say, Eli takes such good routes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's not letting it, but you know, yeah, go ahead. uh, Real quick. So I was, when, when the recording came out and I reheard that and I'm like, Ray, that was unnecessary, dude. I was, so I texted Martin. I'm like, I love how I'll be making a point and Ray will just interrupt me and loudly make the same point I made. And Ray said, while we were recording, Reed and I were shitting all over him for that. Like we were whispering to him, dude, he was saying the same thing. Okay. Well, here's, so, I, 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 so maybe Ray got like, it may not be of a problem I have to address because it sounds cocky if I'm like, I was going to say that. No. Oh, let me score. But if like the other guys are already doing that, that makes me feel pretty good. No. That I don't have to. Here's the deal with that. Again, you're doing four or five people in the podcast. You are going to have so much issues with over talking, over talking. And and... supposed to have a minor role. Like it was supposed to be mostly me and Kay was like, if, if we were to like relate it to the ticket and you had Dan and Jake, that's me and MK right? And then you had Blake and DJ and Mino. That's supposed right. to be Martin, Ray, and Reed, where they just kind of pitch in within time is right. Well, and I think Reed do that well, but Ray gets just really fucking excited yeah. and hasn't quite found his role yet. The man loves it's, his It's kind of interfering with MK and me. But Sometimes he jumps in when it's not appropriate with really good information. Yeah. I feel like we're shitting shitting on Ray pretty good, but 
is it Dan and Jake with a producer and a, and a you know a board op and whatever the fuck they do, or is it Bob, Dan, and Donnie? Yeah. Well, that so that's where it can be feeling, a little confusing. With yeah, we're filling that out. And then it's, again, that's going to be a fill out measure for a little bit. Some guys may not as as it goes on may not want to go and do it anymore. And then then you're yeah, I'm, I don't know. Well, well, Brian, the only thing I'll say to that is is the group of us have been doing this. Yeah, I know. Like, we're not, it wasn't like, oh, okay, I guess I'll start following TC Baseball so I can be on this podcast. It was, we are fucking nerds about TC Baseball, so let's just fucking record the conversation we're going to have anyway. So I don't see that happening unless it's like an interpersonal thing where, like, we just can't work with Ray anymore. And Reed would rather just go off with his fiance and watch games by himself and not produce the podcast because he's just tired of, uh, you know, tired of, tired of me telling him what to do or whatever the fuck. We're too new to have real problems, but that would be the only thing. It wouldn't be a lack of interest. It would be just interpersonal conflict, which I'm trying to get ahead of right now. Like we're new, but the quicker I recognize conflict, and I'm not saying this is like a cocky thing. I'm just saying I'm taking on the burden of keeping an eye out for the vibes within the group. See, that's why I so kind of I like... See, if I see conflict, I try to fucking stomp it out right there. Not and, let it fester. And I think that's why I, I like think. the dynamic of my group is just these guys are on the peripheral fully. This is my show. Jacob is the intermittent co-host, but whatever. And then I fill in the co-hosts whenever somebody's available, but no one cares to do it and everything, you know, I hear what you're saying, but you don't have to go on, you don't have to go on road trips with Jay and Dustin. Yeah. We're so insulated. We're so insulated from each other. It's fucking fun. Like when Reed and Ray and me went to Arizona, it was fucking fun. But you're talking about three guys spending 96 hours in a hotel room. So someone's going to go a little pissy. It it, it absolutely did. Uh, And and that's when I started. That's when I started to say, okay, with the five of us all watching games together, podcasting together, arguing about the direction of the brand and how we should be and what are at it. Like conflicts are going to fucking arise, especially as we gain more and more followers and people get nervous about, okay, I don't want to lose followers because we worked really hard to gain this many. I want to go in this direction. And then somebody else says, no, I'm going to go in this direction. I'm, I'm taking on the role. And I don't even know if I'm the most qualified, but I at least reckon, I, I recognize the problems that could arise later on. If somebody doesn't step up and get everybody on the same page and manage conflict within the team. Okay. Somebody has to do that. That can be an issue, but here again, going back to what we said, keep it to the core value of just keep having fun doing it. And if it turns out that it's not fun anymore and it turns into some type of, that's why I've said, I don't know about the whole, you know, business thing then you got to figure out who gets shares and if you start really making money and then oh man i, I didn't get that much money da, 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 da. it's like now it's a thing and now it's not fun and okay so two things first of all 
we do have our two core values and we're going to stick to them. Mm-hmm. But there is a level of like there, there's a level of judgment you need to enact. And we've had to talk. I, I fucking hate that I keep singling out Ray. <laughs> Which we love Ray. We love Ray. I, I do. And, and listen, I have conversations with Ray about this one-on-one or even within the text group or whenever, because I feel like Ray and I have a strong enough relationship where I can tell him shit he's not going to want to hear. Like, it's going to make him defensive or upset or whatever the fuck. But it's important for the long run that he hears it. Now, we have our core values. Break even is have fun. And always be true to yourself. But I think Ray goes beyond himself and performs. So when he's saying, what, I'm having fun, I'm being, being myself, I say, Ray, no, you're not. I think you're trying to perform for an audience. Like you're going beyond yourself. You're being more um, animated. More... You're, you're being more Ray than there needs to be and, Ray. And, uh, and, and Brad, it's important to note, too, I'm not just talking about the podcast. In fact, I'm mostly talking about being at the games, sitting with parents and uh, girlfriends and yeah players can hear us right that's that's kind of what i have in mind right now even though i didn't make that clear in the beginning Mm. it's like ray chill the fuck out you're three episodes in and you got dissension jacob you need to rein this shit in i feel like he thinks he has to perform yeah because he's like we have a brand we got to grow in ray don't be so aggressive about it stay true to yourself so he thinks he's staying true to himself, but I see him performing because I know Ray really well. Yeah, for sure. So it, it makes for uncomfortable conversations, but it's got to be done. Yeah, for and sure. And I got to do it. And uh, going to uh, Martin uh, on his uh, my criticisms, not really criticism. Uh, Martin is obviously a, a background guy, but he seems to know absolutely everything what he's talking about. He and I. I'm not really interested in the TCU baseball. When he talks, I, I will listen because I feel like he actually has a good insight on it. So That's fantastic feedback. Yeah. Because I think we could do like a second podcast of Nerdball well, USA. What I think you need to do is just a start talking and then you need to tell Martin each week, bring up these few facts and be like, you know, this is Martin's corner. I don't know. To and, where... and I love that you said that because here, all right. So let me give you an example of our run sheet. <laughs> all right. No, because you make a great point. And here's what I, here's my vision for the run sheet. Like in season. Okay. So this is in season. We have an intro. Welcome to post game beers, blah, blah, blah. Ray. And okay. We get past that. And then we have kind of like a, we go into like bullshitting a little bit where we can talk about literally anything for like five to 10 minutes. Yeah. Whether it's a, a road trip we took or it doesn't have to be about TC baseball, just something, something that happened around the game. Like or, I mean, you also have to have a Dude, thing. Anything. It could be like, what are we watching on Netflix? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Just something to make us look like we're human beings. Yeah. You're not just TC. And then we just go into whatever. 
All right, the Frogs were 3-1 and one this week. They started off with a Tuesday night game against UTA. They went down to Kentucky. Like, briefly recap each game that they played. And then when we take a break, we come back. Then we can talk, like, big picture, in-depth, super nerdy shit. And yes. that's where I want Martin. Yeah, I think that is a good idea. But Martin can still get yeah. into the the full on game, but yeah, I think you do have a, have a nerd corner. Yeah, but I don't want to get into like no, eight inning bullpen when we're recapping games. I want to talk about overall strategy in the second segment after we come back from break. After we intro bullshit, recap games, then we get into in depth shit. But again, with and that's Martin. Where Martin uh, huh? I'm just saying with Martin, uh, I careful what he says. I know he, I know you said he's like nervous whenever he talks and, and that's perfectly perfectly fine and perfectly accept, acceptable, but also realize that it's silly. You don't need to be nervous for any of this. Like who cares? No, especially if we set him up in his comfort zone. Yeah. But also at the same time, like as Jacob has always said, get your energy up. You can't sit there and go, all right. And they, he, he, the stats are better, 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 and it's like that's okay. Just I'll, di- monot- I'll disagree with. You. I think you make a good point, but I'll disagree with you because I think we can cultivate it in a way where he can present the information, and then we can supplement his in- information with energy. Okay, like he he could like go on and on about something that's super fucking informative, mm-hmm. and then we could like like chirp in with jokes. That's fine. That's you know, perfectly fine, <laughs> but I'm not saying you got to be a wacky guy giving you know super serious stats, or whatever. I'm just yeah, having, I mean, having an energy like, in your voice where he's like, "Is this guy awake? Does he need a like an adrenaline shot or something?" Absolutely, dude. But I'm telling you, he's so genius. I think it'll play, especially if <laughs> we kind of if we pick him up energy wise. All right, Professor Martin is on the on the case here. So, all right, well. It, it, like his shit, his shit's that good. And then but going from there, so like we get we we do our nerd segment. We go to another break. We come back with um like we we quickly preview the next week of games, mm-hmm. and then uh, go to Twitter questions, and then quick notes, and then we're out. That's our run sheet. Yeah, I think it's a good little. That's a good platform as of right now. And again, you're only through season. Through the season, I don't know what you're going to do in the off season. I know you're going to be looking at some things. Um, but... We'll we'll dial back the releases to maybe like once every two weeks, and then yeah. maybe once every month, and then like chirp in a little bit about football and re- and baseball recruiting. Mm-hmm. But that'll kind of be our time to like get away from each other and rest and not having to meet up every single Sunday. Well, maybe you do need to utilize. I know you want those things, but maybe just utilize the the zoom or whatever you want to do just for a few of but, them. But, um, so. but just because, and, and listen, Brad, I, uh, I really appreciate you taking an interest in this because we're all super fucking excited. We're getting such good feedback from the highest levels of administration and the head coach, former yeah. players, current players, parents, That's like exciting. It, all the feedback's been like, they want us to succeed. They may not, they may not think the podcast is like perfect now. Of course, it's not because the audio is so bad, but they really want to succeed. It, so we're a, super fucking excited <clears throat> about the future. Well, again, we never thought 
we never thought it would catch on like it did. Well, again, I think what's <laughs> right now, what you got is the core group that you have outside of the podcast is what's pretty strong. And then those things are going to kind of follow with the podcast. So well, I, and even if, even if the core group is the ceiling, like right. we're talking about TCU baseball, a small school and the third most popular sport at the small school. Snitch. Snitch. But dude, we can, like, there's a lot of opportunities for us. We can, um, we can kind of like look at Barstool and say, look at all the creative ways they create content. Like we can get outside of just what happens on the diamond. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of opportunities for us. So yeah, we can definitely reach out to fans that, yeah, they kind of want the baseball team to do well, but they don't really give a shit how the bullpen is used. Like we can reach those people and that audience is massive. We shall see. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm on, I mean, again, I'm excited about what you've been able to grow as far as even the memes thing that's gone kind of crazy and out of your hands. And I got to see it uh, firsthand of what was going on. I was like, what the fuck is going on with these memes? So, is it bad that I take credit for that? Do what you take credit for it? Well, I mean, I don't want to say it, but it's also like, damn, I had a really good fucking idea and it worked. You know what I mean? Like, okay, fuck it. I want to take credit. It's like, bigger it than you now. Idea. So, I mean, for, for some people that don't know, at, at the end of, is it any game or just specifically? Literally any game, dude. Because we respect all opponents as equals. So, we don't give a fuck if you're fucking so Internet th- Ward or fucking Mississippi State. Okay, but the TCU, the TCU, the, ch- the TCU chess team could be winning a thing, and you're gonna do a meme war on them. Memes. Okay, so we go ahead. We did it for uh, we we. Let's see. I'm trying to. Okay, so we we started last year. We got seven more minutes. Left. Um, with with baseball, and we, and uh, that was I think that was even before we even had an official. Um, Leptin Drinking Club Twitter account, but the five of us, like I made, I made the first meme and the second meme, and I tried to get these guys on board with posting them. Like, just, let's just see if it fucking catches on, and it did. And then that's, man, this ah fuck, I hate this because it sounds too like I'm important, but fuck it, I, I did what I did. Listen, like we had our group text, we had our group text. I made a couple memes. We started spamming teams. Reed got the idea to start the Twitter account. And then with those memes, like the shit grew because that was like really our only content at the time. Like, holy shit, we left in like where TC plays. They have a drinking club and they're spamming the <laughs> fuck out of teams we beat. So then we started doing it with football. And then uh, like our women's soccer team is elite. So we yeah. made the memes for that. And then uh, I think that's when I first saw them. But I think the other part, again, I saw in person was the basketball team had won. Yeah, and just to be clear, what this is is like, all right, so let's say TCU plays Tech in basketball, and we win. And then on Texas Tech basketball Twitter account, yes, final TCU sixty-seven, Texas Tech sixty-five, and that's all they say. Then we just blow up their fucking mentions with memes. 
and they're so it's they're so, fucking so hilarious. By the way, of the and they, what's and, up and with all the these TCU butter does freaking yeah yeah. The best part is when a very sad Texas Tech fan oh. says, "Oh, TCU fans just act like they won the national championship. How classy!" They and don't have anything we, else got, to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then we spam the fuck out of him. Yeah. So it's so it's, it's a funny fun. bit. It's fun. And it's I think fun. I don't know how much uh, longevity it has because I don't know. I feel like it can get predictable and boring over time. But then again, maybe people just love winning so much. But has this been stolen or has this been stolen or copied oh, yet? Like, no. Like, do you think I just like created this? Like the idea of memes on my own? No. No. Like, but the spamming of memes is something I don't know is a thing. All right. So, like, look, I, I like talked myself up for starting it for TCU. I stole it from Ole Miss. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. So you did steal it. Okay. Like Ole Miss, Ole Miss made like one meme. Like, yeah. uh, it was. When was that shit? It doesn't matter. Yeah, it was last year. Last year, they made one meme, and then every Ole Miss fan, which there's like 40,000 of them, would just spam their opponents with that one singular meme. Yeah, that's crazy. That's funny. Well, so I started with one meme, but the players were kind of like, this is fun. So I was like, all right, let's get more players involved. So by the end of last year, we had like four different players. Uh, And now this year, every fucking player on the roster wants a meme. They're all DMing us. Can I get a meme? Can I get a meme? Yo, tell tell me that one guy, one of the basketball uh, player told you. Oh, like, so, yeah. So after a basketball game earlier in the season, um, we made a meme. We were spamming the fuck out of the team we beat with that meme. And then he quote tweeted and said, not going to lie, low-key always wanted somebody to make one of these of me. (laughs) One of these memes of me. (laughs) Uh, yeah, for sure. It's so great. No, but like every guy on the baseball team is hitting us up. If it's not them, it's their girlfriends. They're like, you know, so-and-so said they want a meme. Yeah. And we're like, all right, fuck, I guess we're going to have like 40 different memes for this year, but fuck it, more spin the better. Okay, well, I'm going to spend the next uh, four or five hours getting all the ums out of this podcast, which, by the way, I Leave them to- in. Leave them in. I think you're making a joke. I know. I'm definitely making. I'm never going to edit out ums or huhs or whatever. Well, listen. So let me let me address that. So background, if for the one person still listening, for Lupton, uh, I, I get post game beer. I, I get confused with our branding right now. We might have to sure that up later on. But for post game beers for our podcast, we have a producer, and God bless him. Like he does the absolute best. I think it's because our audio is so bad. He wants to like do the best he can to make it a good product and he does a great job but he also spends he's like risking his real life job just spend so much fucking time doing it and one thing he does is edit out all the pauses and ums and kind of awkward moments and i don't know i kind of make i kind of think that's endearing but not when our audio is so bad yeah now we tell him read it's okay man it like just just like re- release the recording it's okay like big things yeah edit those out but who gives a shit but like big pauses or big thing like oh something happened and we gotta like we don't know what we're about to talk about and then we give a real pause that's the one thing but like you go so i was talking about this um uh and then you pot and then i gotta cut that out dude don't do that don't do that 
So, and I agree with you because even today I was listening. I listened to the Dave Portnoy podcast, and I was listening today today on the way to work. And there were a couple moments when I was listening that there was such a long break in between who was going to talk next that I looked at my phone to see if it was still playing. There was okay. I want to hear. And then they started talking again. I want to tell you one even worse was. Uh, I was listening to Joe Rogan and he was with this other guy and he was trying to show him how to, uh, how to breathe properly. And I literally, he goes, you just need to do this. And he started doing this whole breathing exercise. It was literally one minute of breathing exercise in the podcast. And I go, I literally thought something was broken on it. And, he go, and I'm like, Oh, it's still playing. Oh, he's just doing a breathing exercise to show the, the guests how to do one. Right. And I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, well, so, so going back to Reed, going back to Reed. So he's like putting in meticulous hours of editing. But when we try to tell him, like, loosen up your quality control, he says, I enjoy this. If he does, I, then I, that's fine. But, well, and I think, I, I got think, things to like, do. if I'm trying to psychoanalyze Reed, I think he's just trying to put out the absolute best fucking content he can knowing our audio is bad so i'm hoping in the future when our audio is better he may let some things go thinking all right well like the the listener is not excruciatingly listening to this so they can fight through an um and not only that but as like guys get reps under their belts talking and flowing naturally is going to come a lot smoother Mm-hmm. So there'll be less things for him, for him to even edit in the first place. For sure. Okay. And hey, so we got to end I this, wanna, Jacob. Uh, well, I okay. Well, I'm just going to end this segment. You can end the podcast. No, we're but, ending the podcast. Just I'm just yeah, I know. Wrap but, it up. But there's a light up on well, the corner. Of the, whatever. Go ahead. I want to. I know this is like pull back the curtain moment, but I don't feel like there's anything I said on here that if the guys listen to, they'd be blindsided by. So I want to encourage them to listen to this. I think this is even therapeutic. Like, like I was hard on Ray. I was hard on Ray, but I was hard Ray's on Ray. Great. I, I just, I just want him. I don't know. I'm not going to reiterate the point, but I want. I don't know. Fuck it. If they listen and they're like, "What the fuck?" Then I failed as a communicator <laughs> on the front end. But I, I like I don't think I said anything that I'm like God. I hope none of the guys listen nah, to this. Dude. I'm going to encourage them to listen to this. I think I think you have your heart in the right place, and I think you're you're only trying to make Ray look better in everything. You know, I do. I just like the overall point is I just kind of want to get everybody on the same page. That's all. Okay. Well, like if our core value is be true to yourself, well then don't go beyond yourself. Don't well, try too hard. Don't try to. There's no benefit of doing that. So anyway, so. is anybody listening? To this? Well, uh, say hello to all the Lupton uh, beer people. I'm sorry, I don't know why I just called them that, but uh. <laughs> at Lupton Beers on Twitter and yeah. uh, Instagram. Yeah. Please like, subscribe, and leave a comment below. Yes. Mess that uh, alert button so you know when we post new content. Oh, my God. Y'all are so lame. You're like, oh, right. one, one, one last thing. When you refer to your fans, oh, my God, my eyes roll okay. back okay. into my head. I okay, hope Brad, you're being sarcastic. Brad. <laughs> Brad, can we do five more minutes? Okay, go ahead. 
Yeah, that's a that's a fucking thing we talked about today. Uh, stop. So, I, all right. So at this point, since I'm encouraging the guys to listen, I won't drop names. But somebody tweeted. Um, all right. So basketball beat Kansas last night. Rest the court. Great. Yeah, game. yeah. But I heard about that. Um, yeah. Our what? One of our uh, uh, TCU officials or whatever. He tweeted the most popular picture on campus is with um, Mike Miles, who's our point guard. And then somebody from Lupton Beers or Lupton Drinking Club quote tweeted it and said, second most popular picture is with the LDC. And so I I tweeted it to one guy and I said, did you post this? And he said, well, I just deleted it. So there's your answer. Not what we're about. So the the point here is we got to be real fucking careful about thinking because, um, you know, we go to a game and a couple dozen people recognize us and they say, I love your shit, that we don't get, like, celebrity status. Fuck no. Because that'll make people turn on us real fucking quick. Let me let so, me just sit y'all back down and humble y'all. <laughs> no, 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 no. Look, we're mostly humble, okay? It's just... Man, okay, I don't want to fucking single out Ray again, but <laughs> dude, I'm sorry, man. Like we addressed this today in the group chat. Like we're not fucking celebrities. No. And the second we start acting like it, people are gonna turn on us. You're you get into douche level when you get to that like point. Like if, if if people want to think we're celebrities, let that's them. their problem. Like once we start telling people we're celebrities. Then they're gonna fucking rip us back down to fucking earth because that's the way humanity works. You are the man of the people. This is what y'all need to be. And hold on, this is what y'all need to be. This is what y'all are. You are the man of the people. You are not above anybody. You just have a platform to talk on. Can I thing. tell you the? Uh, can I tell you the phrase we sent in the group chat? What is that? Common people for the common man. Yeah, that's all you are. You're not anything. In- any other schmuck could go start a podcast. You're not any special. You're just somebody who who just, took the jump to do it. We go to a few games and people recognize us and they tell us how much they love our shit. Like as soon as we let that like become our brand that look at us, we're the LDC, you should want to take a picture with us. We're dead. We're fucking dead. Yeah. So I want to hear your con like what were you going with that because you just sparked a major fucking talking point we had today in the group text what did i say you said uh don't refer to people as fans oh no y'all were talking about how y'all were taking some uh some emails we, we appreciate the fans coming up to us and stuff like that i'm like shut up dude don't call them um you need to I call say it's like it's 90 90- Seven percent sarcastic. Okay, if it is, that's fine. That Do you way. know what you need to call yourselves? Call yourself something like Luppies or whatever the fuck you need to do. Call yourself a group. Call your LBC. Uh, yeah, uh, Lupton fan drinking. Fans. Yeah, fan fans. Whatever you got to call them. Call the all self something, but you're not fans. You don't have okay. fans. No Brad. one. You're you're not signing fucking autographs. You you work no. you work nine to five jobs and you go to a game after work 
I 1000% agree with you. And I'm the main, I feel like I'm the main voice in preaching humble. I was going to cut this out of the podcast. Now we're leaving it in. So no, leave it the fuck in. Yeah, we're leaving it in. Cause I don't think, this, nice long I don't one. think this blindsides anybody. I think our communication is open enough. I think, I feel like I'm trying to preach humility. Okay. So when, when we say that, I think it's 97% sarcastic, but to your point that the 3% of damn, we're something that'll yeah. fucking kill it. So I'm we telling you out that 3%. Uh, okay. As a common bystander, as I'm listening and I hear fans, I, I'm instantly rolling my rolling my eyes because I I know you guys. You're not you don't have fans. You're just dudes that no. talk on the radio, on, talk on a podcast. No, but okay. But it is an adrenaline rush that I can understand. Fight. And I'm with you 100%. I see your point. Trust me, I see your point to the point that I've had to have difficult conversations already, but they're done. Yeah. Well, and that's where we came with. Um, be common men for the common fan. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That that's what I would keep it at. You don't have you. You're just not gonna be you, you, the people that. I mean, yeah, I mean the people who are on the field. Those guys have fans because they're doing something. Exactly. Okay? They're actually yeah. doing something, and I mean they're not getting paid, but some of them are. Blah blah blah. Some of them will. Some of them will, but they're getting paid. The ticket guys, those guys are getting paid. They have fans. You guys, right. you guys got uh, some free beer and some free mics, and maybe you might get you know ten bucks a, a night or something for beer money. You pretty for, much nailed it. And so I, you're listen, not. I completely agree with you. I'm just grateful you brought this up so we can talk about it. Yeah. Hey, I'm I'm a, I'm up here as the the I'm rooting for you guys. I want you guys to keep it on. I think there's a good way for y'all to go and I'm rooting for y'all. I really am. So I am here at any time. If y'all want to have an outside, uh, off the podcast conversation on my air, let's do this and we'll air everything out and it'll be fun and it won't be personal. And I think I want to have, uh, I, I offered it up today. I want the, uh, Loved and drink, drinking crew on here, and I want to, you know. Well, uh, what do you want? You you want to you want to preview, um, um, like the the Texas bullpen, or do you want to talk about podcasting and like starting up a podcast? Uh, yeah, we'll talk about the podcast. I don't. Uh, yeah, man. I, I have no. Uh, I have no desire to talk about uh, Braden and uh, Willis and Harrison and. Uh, all those guys and what where the lineup? A name. <laughs> Wherever you want to put them in the lineup, I don't care about that. I'm interested. Um, I'm interested when I listen to it, but I'm also like, I have no idea who any of these guys are. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, dude, we could definitely workshop that. Um, I I would want Ray on. Yeah, like raise raise my brother, but. Let's talk yeah, it man. out. We're gonna talk it like, out. We we got we got differences in uh, vision, I guess. Well, as long as you keep to the core principles, then you should be fine. If you start straying from that, I mean, that's what it is. Like, I think I'm pretty upfront in talking to him about how I feel. 
while also like building him up for the things he does well because he does so much shit well. Yeah. That I think he does kind of take the criticism well, but he gets by far the most criticism. So that's like a fucking delicate thing to work through. Yeah, we love Ray, and uh, I think we're done. Let's go to bed. All right. Sounds All right. good. See you later. Yeah, I got to go to work in like four hours. So. <laughs> All right, dude. I'll see you in the next All right. one. See ya. See you. you always won every time you place the bed. You're still damn good. No one's gotten to you. Just turn and walk.